Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is Abdul Nasser Jengda, and you're listening to the Qalam Podcast. The Qalam Podcast has become an important part of people's lives all around the world. There are millions of people benefiting from the podcast every single day. Thousands of hours of content, dozens of different series from all the different teachers and scholars here at Qalam. All of this is delivered to the community free of charge. We are excited and actively working to grow and increase our efforts to deliver more and more benefit to the community. We ask you to support our efforts and become part of the Qalam family. Please go to qalamfamily.com and sign up to contribute to this Sadaqa Jariyah on a monthly basis. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us Jazakumullahu khairan wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalatu wassalam ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba amalin yuqarribuna ila hubbik ya arhamar rahimin. We ask Allah, ya Allah we ask you for your love. We ask you for the love of those actions that will gain your love. Ya Allah, we ask you for the love of those people that you love. Um, you know, we always make this dua. It's one of my favorite duas because it's so encompassing. And um, this week, part of this dua really hits special because as we talk about this journey, as we talk about this journey home to its final actual destination, what this life is all about, um, throughout this whole journey, we've been only focused on ourselves, and rightly so. At the standing at the scales, all we were worried about was ourself. When we resurrected, all we were worrying about was ourself. On the sirat, all we were worrying about was ourself. The entire journey, the only thing that we were focused on was ourselves. And tonight, tonight we're gonna be talking about a moment in this journey where we start to realize how important our brotherhood and sisterhood is, how important it is for us to have one another. Um, and so we move on to the part of what's called shafa'a on the Day of Judgment. So we're moving forward. What did we just cover? Last week, we covered the sirat. And we explained that the sirat is this bridge. Some of the commentators say it's a bridge which has seven bridges on it. They're called qanatir, or bridges. And each one of these bridges that are on this sirat is one of the actions that salah, hajj, saum, fasting, all of these different actions, your trust, your tawheed, your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're crossing this sirat. And we talked about how as people are crossing this sirat, the Prophet said there are hooks that are under this bridge that are pulling people down into the hellfire. And the Prophet he said that everyone's going to travel across this bridge at their own pace. And this is what we have to understand about the Day of Judgment. It's so vivid, it's so detailed, but everyone has a different journey. Everyone has a different speed they travel at. Everyone has a different, the whole thing is different for everyone. So the Prophet them, he's like, some people, they will pass over it like the speed of light. light. Some people, they will fly over it. Some like a fast horse. Some like someone running. And one of the narrations that I read today, it was crazy, is like this one person, 
who it will take over 1,000 years to cross the Sirat. The Prophet said, this person will cross the, the Sirat Habwa. You know what Habwa means? Habwa is like when you sit down, like crawling basically, but like scooting, scooting like this. So my, my point is that everyone is traveling at a different place, uh, at a different uh, uh, pace. And the Prophet said, but there'll be some people as they're traveling, those hooks which are their sins are gonna actually grab them and pull them down. May Allah protect us, may Allah protect us. So we're now at this point. We're at this point where those who have made it over the Sirat are all across the Sirat. They've crossed the Qanatir, the bridges, they've crossed the Sirat. There's only one thing left. The only thing left for them is to now move as a group. Now I want you to remember though, we are talking about the whole group's journey, but what did I just say about everyone's pace? Everyone's pace is different, exactly. It's like that marathon run, right? Like a large group get over at one time, but there's some that's coming hours later, minutes later, days later, years later. And that's how the Prophet described us going into Jannah. And I'm gonna read the verses that vividly describe it, but there's another thing that happens. Ibn Majah, he narrates, and I really want us to focus on how important our social bonds in our community are. Ibn Majah says, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ The people will be lined up on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. This apparently is after the Sirat. This is as people are now going to their final destinations. As they're going, a person who's with the people of hellfire, but this person is a believer, protect us. But there are some believers that they may end up in the fire of Jahannam before they get pured in order to go to Jannah. May Allah protect us. So this person is amongst the group of the people of the hellfire. This person is being moved with the whole group of the people of hellfire. He's in that group. That's where he's been assigned to due to his deeds, due to whatever. That's where that brother or that sister is. So the narration says, one person who's in that group is going to be walking past. Now, this is one of the things that I think is so crazy about the Day of Judgment. Is I, You know how we talked about everyone's being separated and things like that? But somehow Allah always talks about the people of Jannah seeing what's going on on the other side at the same time. And the people of Hellfire seeing what, like how they're living it up on the other side as well. So they're separate, but they're still able to see each other. And to me, that's, that's just, I mean, subhanAllah, if you're amongst the people of Jannah and you see what's going on on that other side, then your level of happiness is on a whole new level. So the, per, the hadith says, so this person will see a person of Jannah, but they were a believer. So this person will say, yeah, fulan, yeah, fulan. Oh, 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 Abdullah, oh, Aisha, oh, sama istasqaytani. Yo, 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 you remember that day? You remember that day? I want you to picture it. Like the groups are being pushed in different directions, but this person sees somebody like, I know that dude right there. Not only do I know him, he, he, I helped him. So the narration says, yo, fulan, yo, you remember that day you asked me for some water to drink? Good looks, baby. Looks. Do you remember that day you asked me for some water to drink? <laughs> and I gave you something to drink? <laughs> the narration says, 
that the narration continues, he says, you remember that day I helped you out? So, so subhanAllah, one narration says, the first thing he goes, do you remember me? And he looks like, I don't know you. You know, like some, you going somewhere, I can't really like, somebody from a wrong crew sees you? Nah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Let's keep it legit here. But you're like, yo, you know me? And you're like, I don't even know who you are. You with your mom, you with your dad, you with good people. You're like, he's mixing me up for somebody, right? And then they call your name out like, yo, Khadija. You're like, oh, dang, I'm done. <laughs> SubhanAllah. May Allah protect us. So, so this, the narration says, this person is walking past. فيقول, ya fulan, hal yo, you know who I am? فيقول, la, wallah, ma I don't know you, bro. I don't, you're in the wrong group. I don't want to know you today. I don't want to know you today. Ma Mananta. He's like, who are you? Who are you? I don't know you. I'm the one that you walked past that one day back in the dunya and you asked me for something to drink and I gave it. He's like, oh yeah, I remember you. He's like, yo, intercede for me due to this thing I did for you. I looked out for you. I helped you. Talk to Allah on my behalf. So this person, now this is the beautiful part, and we're going to read this in more detail, but these people now, since they've passed the sirat, they already know, finally guys, finally they know that they're good. They know they're good. There's literally nothing to worry, because now the angels are grouping them now to just walk into Jannah. So when you know you're good, you have a little bit more like uh, confidence. And so that before, if you ask them before the mizan, yo, can you help me out? It's like, I don't know if I'm good, homie. But once this person knows that they're good, that the narration says this person is, is with the people of Jannah, aminu, they know they're safe. Now this person begins to argue on behalf of the person. So the narration is beautiful. The narration says this person goes before Allah. Because he's good. He knows he's all right. He says, Inni ashraftu ala ahlin nar. He's like, I was looking at the people headed to hellfire. Fanadani rajulin min ahliha. There was one person amongst them. He called me. He said, did I know him? I said, no. Then he reminded me. He says, but ya Allah, this person helped me out in the world. He was a believer. He helped me out. Let this person into Jannah. Fayakhruju min nar. The Prophet said, this person will pull this person out of that group. Come on, you're rolling with us. In one hadith, the Prophet said, and this is why you got to know good people, yo. You got to know and roll with good people. Like, they need to be on your speed dial, man. Who you just text randomly. Like, Habibi, you remember me? All right, don't forget. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum. Make dua for me at Fajr today, yo. Listen to this. Ibn Majah narrates a hadith. One whole family will enter into Jannah because of one dude in the family. One dude in the family. Why? Ya Rasulullah. The Sahaba were shocked. Like all of us were like, one guy in our family? You know, I was driving here and I was thinking, you know how that one pious sister in the family gets heat from everybody? Why are you always rocking hijab? Why are you always trying to pray? Why are you always trying to go to Fajr? Bro, chill out. 
But this is when, subhanAllah, 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 this is when that pious sister we had, we're like, yo, alhamdulillah, you are in our family. Alhamdulillah, you are in our family. So the narration says, when the Prophet said that this one person will take one whole family to Jannah, the Sahaba were like, Ya Rasulullah, Siwaka, we're not talking about you? Because they're like, how one person is honored by Allah this much? It must be you. And the Prophet's like, no, this is not me, Siwaya. Qultu, anta tasma'uhu min Rasulillah. The Sayyid Sahabi said, I heard the Prophet say this from his mouth, that this one person will come. So we're talking about what? We're talking about people that are interceding for one another. This is before people head towards their final place that they're going to. So now where are we at? People were just in the, in the rows. People were gathered together. People are grouped together now to be taken to these final places, to Jannah and Jahannam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this in the most vivid form. And I'm going to read directly from Surah Zumar, where the last few verses, because there's no better description of this moment than the way Allah describes it. Verse number 61. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Listen, before I read this verse, you have to envision these things. You have to put yourself there. You have to see it and be there for it to be as effective as possible for your heart. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, All of the disbelievers, they will be gathered together, all of them now. And they're going to be pushed. The angels will be surrounding them. The angels will be around them and they'll be pushing them. Move forward. Move forward. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. They're fighting. Some of them don't want to move. They know where they're going. They don't want to move forward. Dragging their feet, pushing. But the angels are angels. They're pushing them forward. And picture, you're not an individual anymore. You're part of a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember we talked about last week when you're one person, you could be like, yo, what about me? Uh-uh, you're part of this group now. The whole group is being pushed. Allah says, and then finally they reach the doors of Jahannam. And I want to talk about this for a moment. The doors of heaven and the doors of hell. You have to envision. The, the, these doors are as high as the eye can see. You know how you stand in front of like a skyscraper in New York or whatever? It looks as if it's going over you. These doors are as high as the eye can see. And the Prophet said him just to give us an example, he said like from the distance of Yemen to Iraq, that's how wide the doors are. And on top of that, it's still going to be tight as they're being pushed through these doors. And at the front of the doors, around the doors, it's, 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 it's the moment of entry. The angels are there. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he describes, This whole group arrives at the front gate of Jannah, Jahannam. And the door isn't open. They can feel the heat from inside. They can hear the sounds from inside. All of those things, these massive gates are in front of them. But it's not open. Again, why? Because waiting for punishment is worse than just getting it. So wait here for a second. Wait here. Wafutihat abwabuha. As the doors are open, there are angels that are standing, huge angels standing around the gates. And these angels are just mocking these people. What are they saying? Didn't a prophet come to you? Didn't you get the message? Just imagine these angels saying this over. Didn't you get the message? Didn't you get the message? Come on in. Come on. Keep moving. Didn't you get the message? Keep moving. Keep moving. 
Didn't somebody tell you about today? Keep moving. Keep coming forward. At that point, nobody's arguing no more. Nobody's arguing. At that point, what happens? These people are head, head, heads hanging low, being pushed in. And what are they saying? Yes, 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 yes. The angels are at the, at the gate saying, Come in. Push them in. Push them in. Some of y'all will stay here forever. Then Allah switches the picture immediately. The people of righteousness. Now they just crossed the Sirat. They got past the Mizan. They got past the bridge. They got past the scales. They got past everything. Now the angels are saying, okay, we want to carry y'all in. We want to escort you in. You don't walk. You don't walk. You made it now. You made it. You don't walk. So now all of us, all of us being, being escorted in. Just imagine, look at the size of this room. Look at all of us. You looking left. I'm looking at my man. He's looking good, shining. Hair's looking legit. Took the braids out, huh? Mashallah. <laughs> you know, subhanAllah, all of us going in together. Not walking, being carried in. Chilling. No more walking now. You, you worked hard. Finally, all of us arrive at that gate. But guess what? There's no waiting anymore. You've been waiting your whole life. The door's already open. The, the, the Quran says you get there, the door's open already. No more waiting. It's not time to wait anymore. And then what happens? There's angels too though. The same way angels are escorting, there's angels at the gates. What are these angels saying? Salamu alaikum. Yo, yo, salam, man. From the angels, the guest of honor. You know, I hate to use the example, but I'm sure y'all, y'all, y'all seen everything I see. You know when that red carpet, they do that red carpet walk, and they just walk slow, and the photographer's like, hey, I ain't gonna say a name even, they don't even need my name here. Hey, such and such. And then they turn and look like, yeah, hey, turn this way. The angels, you're the guest of honor. You're the one. You're the one everyone's been hearing about. You're the one the angels were like, why are you going to create that thing? Allah's like, watch, I'll show you. These are the people that are proving Allah true. So now the angels are saying, Salamu alaikum. Tlibtum, you did good, yo. Tlibtum, you know what tlibtum means? You did good. Salamun alaikum, tlibtum. Salamun alaikum, y'all, you did good. Fadakhuluha khalidin. Come on in, come on in. You, this is your spot forever. And as they enter, they're humble. Like, waqalu alhamdulillah. They walk in and like, alhamdulillah. No arrogance. We didn't deserve it. We're not arrogant. We're walking in. What are they saying? Alhamdulillah, ladhi sadaqana wa'da. They're walking in and they say, all praise to Allah who kept all of his promises true. Because they see everything now. It's all true. It's all true. Look, that's my, that's my house right there, yo. That's this. That's wifey. That's this. Whatever. We're going to talk about that later. Don't worry. We're going to talk about all that. They get to go wherever they want. Now, here's what I want us to understand. Let's take a break from the entry point. So now, as we said, there are some people 
who are believers, they believe in Allah, but they didn't make it, y'all. They didn't make it in that first group. They didn't make it in that first group. Once the doors of Jannah open, once the doors of hellfire open, they don't close until everything is done, and that will be down the road here. We'll get there. At this point, some people of the people of Jannah who go there first, this is where we talk about how they interact with the people who are believers, but they end up in hellfire first. And I have a number of narrations that I have to share with you. So they're taken through these doors. We talked about the doors of Jannah. I want to actually go into the doors of Jannah a little in more detail. The doors of Jannah that we were just talking about, I already spoke about the size of these doors. But the Prophet Sallallahu he says, uh, hellfire, there are, there are, the, the Quran says there are seven doors of hellfire. So we just talked about the doors. What I want you to realize is that different doors are for different people and different actions. So not everybody is going through the same doors and the same for Jannah. So now in this picture of everyone going to Jannah in groups, I need you to now make that image more complex and realize that there's certain doors with different names on them, huge, massive doors. And how do you know what door you go to? Well, let me share a few narrations. Uh, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, uh, just one or two narrations. Um, the Prophet sallallahu he said, inna fil jannata bab rayyan. One of the doors of Jannah, the name on the top is Rayyan. Rayyan. The Prophet said, Yadkhulu minha as-sa'imun. Only the people of fasting. Now I know some of y'all like, I fast. Alhamdulillah. Some say it's for anyone who's, who's, who did Ramadan properly. But there's another way to look at this though. You know how some people, you end up liking a certain ibadah more than others? You know what I mean? Not liking, you love all the ibadah. But it's some like, you know how some heads, they just love Quran? You know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, let's pray some more nuffles. They'd be like, yo, I'm about to read. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, let's read Quran. They're like, I'm about to do some dhikr. So everyone has a different, different like inclination. So the door that you were most involved in, that's the door that's going to be calling you out. Like, yo, I'm for you. I was created to open up for you. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, he asked one day, is there anybody that will be called from every door of Jannah? The prophet is like, yup, and I think it's going to be you. <laughs> is there anyone going to be called for each door? Get your name on a door, y'all. Get your name on a door. Is there some ibadah you love? Salah, fasting, charity, hajj, umrah. You just like traveling. All right, go to hajj, umrah. Get your name on the door. You love traveling on Instagram so much. <laughs> Get your name on the door. Imam Qurtubi says there's over 13 or 12 doors of Jannah based on the different actions. You love Quran, that's your door, inshallah. So find your door. That's the oath, just find your door. If you leave with anything today, find your door. And if you could get your name on many doors, well, alhamdulillah, look out for me, help me out. Okay, so different doors. We talked about the size of the doors. We talked about, and, and here's where I have to stop. I know I just talked about us entering into each of these places, but before we enter, I have to talk about the people that are pulled out. So we'll go back into each of these places and talk about them in more detail, but first I actually want to go in more detail into our relationship with one another. So listen to this narration. So what happened? Where are we at so far? Some people have entered into Jannah. 
They're living it up. They're chilling. They're exploring. They're going to wherever. They already know their spot. We'll talk about that later. And some people have already ended up in hellfire. They either went right away or they, they ended up there at the end on the sirat. People get there at different times. But what happens next? Listen to this narration. This is an Ibn Majah. It's a long one, but it's deep. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, When the believers are safe from the fire, what does that mean? That means they're either in, in Jannah or right before they? Yeah, right before they get in. وَآمِنُوا And they're safe. Listen to this, please. فَمَا مُجَادِلَةَ أَحَدِكُمْ لِصَاحِبِهِ فِي حَقِّ يَكُونَ لَهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا أَشَدُ مُجَادِلَةً مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ دَخَلُوا النَّارِ Listen, y'all. We got to love each other. We got to look out for each other. The Prophet says, no one will argue for a right that they have in this world the way that the believers will argue for other believers who are in hellfire. I got to repeat that because I, I don't think you understand the gravity of that. Nobody will argue. You see people argue, they go to court, they sue each other like litigation for years. The Prophet says that's nothing compared to how people, the believers in Jannah are going to argue for the other believers who ended up in hellfire first. They'll argue with, the, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They'll say, oh our Lord, ikhwanuna, ikhwanuna, kanu ma'ana. That's our brother, that's our sister. We sat in halakha together right next to each other. Nah, I'm not moving. Listen to this. This is the hadith of the Prophet كَانُوا يَسُومُونَ مَعَنَا Ya Allah They fasted with us وَيُسَلُّونَ وَيَحْجُونَ they, they, they prayed with us, they did hajj with us فَيُقَالُوا لَهُمْ You know subhanAllah, you know the hajj hits different because once you do hajj with somebody you and that person always got that little connect Nah, yo, yo, no, it was different You know what I mean? It's different SubhanAllah فَيُقَالُوا لَهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to these people Go and take out whoever you know. Whoever you know. Who, you know, some of us, we like to dip out quick. Halakha over, like, I'm out. It's too many heads up in here. <laughs> Is that be me sometimes, too? Like, yo, no, meet people. Sonic, what's your name? All right, at least I saw you. I know you now. I'm, yo, I don't know. You might be a wali of Allah helping me on the day of judgment. Sonic, Listen to this. The fire will not be allowed to disfigure them. So we haven't talked about the punishment of the fire, and we'll get there. It's going to be heavy. We'll get there. But these people, even though they go into the hellfire, the Prophet said their form, their shakal, their like appearance, the fire won't be allowed to disfigure them because they have iman, so we'll still recognize them. Allah says, go to the believers. All right, y'all arguing so much? Go. Go get whoever you know. Who do you know? Go find whoever you know. People will find people. The fire was just up to here. Just up to here, which tells you everybody's in a different state. The fire was just up to here. And somebody comes, they're like, yo, Abdullah. And they pull him out. 
Somebody else, it's up to the knee. And then the person comes, helps him out of the fire. The, per, the, the believers go back to Allah. Now, I want you to understand, like, there's, the, time is going on. This narration says there are people that are in hellfire for a day. There are people who are in hellfire for a week, people in a month, a year, a thousand years. One narration says, it's going to come at the end, that the longest believer, it's crazy, the longest time that a believer will stay in the hellfire is the time from the beginning of God creating this universe to the end of it. So what I'm trying to say is we think so linear, human beings, we have a nature to think linear. But the day of judgment, time is not even a thing, yo. It's a whole different, whole different realm, y'all. So, so what happens next? Ya Allah, there's nobody else left who, who you told us to take. Allah says, okay, go back and, and, and look at the hearts of the people in hellfire. Whoever's heart you find with goodness in it, a little bit of goodness, of the weight of a dinar, pull that person out. We took out everybody you told us to take out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, okay, okay, go back. Anyone with less, a half of a dinar of good in their heart, pull them out. Right? They'll come. We took them out, Ya Allah. A huge amount of people will be taken out. They're all, we took them all out. There's no one left. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, hold up. I want you to take out. Whoever has a mustard seed. Have you seen a mustard seed? My mother, she used to drive. You know how people hang stuff from the uh, thing. She used to have this little glass thing with a mustard seed in it. <laughs> SubhanAllah. She used to have this little glass thing with a mustard seed in it. And I used to see it all the time. I was a Christian, whatever, right? And then when I read this, <laughs> SubhanAllah. So Allah will say, whoever has a mustard seed of, of goodness in them, go and bring them out. And then the narration continues. The Bukhari narration says that after that, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Allah will tell the angels, go ahead, you pull out people. The prophets will go and then pull people out. We will go and pull people out. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, did everyone pull out everyone that you could? Any believer left? And everyone says, we pulled out. Allah says, now it's my turn. I'm going to pull out who y'all didn't even know about. Yo, day of judgment will be sh shocking, y'all. People you didn't even know had faith deep inside, buried deep inside, being pulled out. The narration says in Bukhari, now listen closely. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will pull out a qabda, a, 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 a handful from the fire. These are people who never did a good deed in their life, but they believed in one God. Never did a good deed. The Prophet said, Bukhari, they never ever did a good deed. 
They became, listen to this, adu himaman. They became like ashes almost in the, in, the, in the fire. Allah will pull them out. And in front of Jannah, this is hadith. This is not for me. I'm reading hadith. Allah will place them at the mouth of a, of a river at Jannah. And this river is called Nahrul Hayat. Light, the river of life. The Prophet ﷺ says they'll be placed there. They will literally from that spot grow back to the people they were. But check this, this is crazy. They come back shining. They were just in the hellfire. They're at this river of Jannah. They come back. What's a lu'lu? Pearl shining. Now, don't judge till you hear the whole thing. On their neck, there will be a mark. That says, Ya'rifuna, it'll say, Allah. Those freed by God. Hold up, don't judge yet. On their neck, there will be a mark that says what? Utaqa. Utaqa means like freed. Utaqa Allah. Like these are on their necks. And the people of Jannah, now they're allowed into Jannah. And again, I'm, I'm fast forwarding in a different part of this so that we get the whole picture. So, so what does it say? These people never did any good deed, but Allah through His mercy allowed them in. They didn't do any good before them. Allah will say to these people, now, they're shining, they're like pearls, they're, they're glowing. They got this mark that's like, yo, I'm, I'm special, y'all don't know me what I've been through. Y'all don't know what this has been about. They have this mark that says to them, now you go through the gates of Jannah as well. Whatever you see is yours. Whatever you see, when you walk in, whatever you see is yours. So, When they walk in, much that they say, Ya Allah, you've never given anything, anyone anything better than what you gave me. They don't know what other people are living with. But because of what they've gone through and where they're at, they say, Ya Allah, no one's been given what I've been given. The Prophet ﷺ says, then Allah will say, Lakum indi afdalu min hadha. You see all this that you got? You see all these houses and all of these things and all these that you can never imagine? You see all of this land that you have? There's something better that I have for you. And they will say, Ya Allah, I'm reading the hadith. They will say, Ya Allah, what could be better than this? Allah says, I'm pleased with you. I'll never be mad at you again in my life. In your life, your existence, I'm pleased with you. I'm happy with you. That's it. I'm happy with you. Qala Rasul Sallallahu The Prophet in another narration similar, uh, the Prophet says, my mercy will always overcome my anger. Now, we talked about the mark of the people of Hellfire, right, that came out. And some of y'all are like, yo, what, they going to be rolling around in Jannah forever with their mark on? Let's go deeper into that. Imam Tirmidhi uh, it's mentioned uh, from Abu Huraira. So there's two narrations. One says on the neck, it says, those freed by Allah. And another narration, don't judge it yet till you hear the whole thing, that on their forehead it will say, what? That these are people walking in Jannah, but they have a mark that says, those freed by Ar Rahman. So I know y'all are like, yo, that's, that's crazy, right? So, yes, Aluna. So they'll walk in and people recognize them. Like, oh, wow, y'all here, okay. 
we're happy for it. Wow, wow, okay. فَيَسْأَلُونَ أَنْ يَمْحُوا ذَلِكَ الْإِسْمَ عَنْهُمْ When they're in Jannah, they'll make dua. They'll make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have this removed from them. In another narration, it says that an angel will come and remove this from them because of the, 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 the way they feel due to having this mark on them and it will be removed from them from that point on. إِنَّهُمْ إِذَا دَخَلُوا الْجَنَّةِ قَالَ أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ This narration is, is a, a strong narration. It says, when they enter Jannah, the people of Jannah will go, هَأُولَأُ جَهَنَّمِيُّونَ Oh, yo, those are the people that got out of hell. فَعِنْدَ ذَلِكَ يَقُولُ إِلَهِنَا At that point, they'll say, Ya Allah, you got us out of the fire, but take this away from us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take this away from them and they will remain for the rest of their eternity in Jannah, Jamal and Hassanan, beautiful and in the way that they are. So in the narration it continues. Uh, and again, I, I, the reason I wanted to read this narration is um, I want us to reflect on the relationships that we have. What this narration tells us, this people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells them to go back into the hellfire and these people, the Prophet says they will argue the way no one has argued before because why? These people that they that they know, these people that they love are in the hellfire and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to these people, you go and you pull them out. I read one narration and now this is a scary one. I feel as if this group of people in this hadith are amongst the last group, but listen to this narration. The Prophet وسلم, he says that while the people of the believers who are in hellfire are there, the other people will look at them and say to them, what benefit was your faith to you? You prayed all the time, you covered up, you fasted, you did, you did all of these things, and here you are with us. What benefit was that to you? The narration says at that point, at that point will be when they've paid back all of their sins. They're done now. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends an angel to pull them out of Jahannam. Pull them out of Jahannam. When those people are pulled out of Jahannam, the Prophet said he said at this point, and he read a verse of Quran, At that moment, the disbelievers will see and benefit it. The Quran says, That at that moment, those who didn't believe in Allah will wish that they had faith. But when I read that, I reflected on the fact that like, you don't want to be with them. You don't want to be there to, for them to say, how are you here with us? You were waking up for Fajr, you were staying up for Isha, you were doing all that. May Allah protect us. May Allah protect us. Maybe this is our last narration. Um, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an. Um, subhanallah. He says, the Prophet sallallahu he said, إِنَّمَا الشَّفَاعَةُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ لِمَنْ عَمِلَ الْكَبَائِرَ مِنْ أُمَّتِي ثُمَّ مَاتُوا عَلَيْهِ The Prophet sallallahu he said, intercession are for those people who did major sins from my ummah. Sins from my ummah, they will be interceded for. ثُمَّ مَاتُوا عَلَيْهِ And they died with these sins. فَهُمْ مِنْ بَابِ الْأَوْلَى مِنْ جَهَنَّمْ They're in Jahannam. But لَا يَتَسَوَّدْ It will not dark. It will not disfigure them. They won't be joined with the shayateen. They won't be hit with the hammers of Jahannam. 
They will stay there for some time. Listen. Some of them will stay there for one hour. Some will stay for one day and come out. Some will stay for an entire year will come out. As I said before, the one that will stay the longest will be the one that will stay there from the time the universe was created until the day of judgment. And so now we move on to the next part of the um, journey, and we'll stop here. The next part of the journey is now that both groups are entering into Jannah, we have to now talk about the narrations that talk about what happens in Jannah, the descriptions of Jannah. We have to talk about the narrations of the descriptions of Hellfire, what happens in Hellfire, and right after everyone is taken out. I think with the remaining time, uh, I can share one more narration, and I won't be long. I'll make sure we end within the next 10 minutes. So what did we just say? We explained that all of the believers who had any iman from the time of Adam to Muhammad, they'll be pulled out of the hellfire. There's a hadith that is called the hadith of the slaughtering of death at the Sirat. And I'll end with this hadith for today. The Prophet Sallallahu he explained, that after all of the people who are to be in heaven forever are in heaven, and all of the people who are to be in hell are there forever. So imagine that last person has come out of Jahannam who is meant to be in Jannah. And we'll talk, there's a hadith that talks about the last person, and we'll talk about him or her. When they have now all entered into the final abode, the Prophet ﷺ, he says that, Jannah and Jahannam will be opened and everyone will be called out. Now this is crazy. What just happened, y'all? What just happened? Everyone got to Jannah, everyone got to Jahannam, but an angel calls everyone forward. Now, the narration says at that moment, all of the people of Jannah wonder what's happening. Why are we being called out? And all of the people of Hellfire have this glimmer of hope. Wait, wait, hold on. Is this about to be over? And by the Sirat, the Prophet said that a goat will be brought or a ram will be brought in front of everyone. This is a symbolic ram. And the angel will slaughter this ram in front of everyone. This is crazy. But everyone who's watching will understand what just took place. And Allah will say, death is now dead. There's no more death. Everyone return back to where you were and the doors will be closed for eternity. So at that moment, death is gone and everyone just goes back to where they were. So next week, we can go over now the, the start, the actual into Jannah. Um, it's hard to talk about because um, the Prophet has given us so vivid details of both places. I just don't know whether we start with Jahannam first or Jannah. I feel like we start with Jahannam first and then we end with the Jannah. And inshallah, so we're going to be talking about that. Obviously, talking about hellfire is a heavy thing, right? Um, but uh, it gives us something tangible to think about something tangible to 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 fight and to fight our desires with um, and and the prophet has taught us so we need to learn it inshallah ta'ala uh, so today the lesson that i have for myself as i was studying this is this room right here is filled with beautiful believers man and these will be the people that will look out for you on the day of judgment connect yourself with the believers love the believers look out for the believers 
Because we don't want to, but who knows if we'll be that person in that group that says, yo, 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 you remember me? And somebody who we just gave a drink of water goes, yes, I remember you. I got you. Let's go. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember this dua now. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk. Oh Allah, give us the love of those people that you love. Be around good people. Grow a love for the good people so that the good people can intercede for us on the day of judgment, inshaAllah ta'ala. Um, I think we'll conclude with that, inshaAllah ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us, inshaAllah ta'ala. Um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be of those who enter into Jannah بِغَيْدِ hisab without any reckoning. May Allah allow us to be of those who enter into Jannah ya, straight away, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to forgive our sins, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask you to forgive our parents, Ya Allah. We ask you to guide our parents, Ya Allah. Anyone from our family who doesn't have faith, Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, to give them the words, La ilaha illallah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to just give them these words, La ilaha illallah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to guide our hearts, protect us from going astray, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to give us love of you, love of those actions that gain your love, Ya Allah, and love of those people that you love, Ya Allah. May Allah allow us to enter into one of the gates of Jannah that has our name on it, inshaAllah. Subhanakallahum wa bihamdik, nashadu wa la ilaha illa ant, nastaghfir wa atubu ilayk. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun alal mursaneen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Zakhul khair.